Welcome to the Landco Podcast, an analytical behind-the-scenes look into land investing and land ownership, covering marketing conditions, current inventory, and updates on all relevant land ownership issues here in Illinois, mixed in with some timely hunting and fishing reports. All right, guys, welcome to the uh, Landco Podcast. Again, this is the uh, what we call a roundtable discussion, and just a brief little summary on how we do this. Uh, last the last time we did it, it was kind of unique because it was the first one that we did. So I literally just kind of handpicked four or five listings to talk about. Uh, since then, we're going to talk about only new listings. So the ones that we're going to chat about today are listings that came out uh, between the last one we did and, and this one, which has been about a month. So that's kind of the plan moving forward. I think I think there's only been five listings that have come out that I know of from the last time we did it to this one. So we're going to chat about those. And uh, uh, we'll just hop right out. Again, we're going to talk about one farm, uh, go over like valuations of it, what we think of it, then we'll hop to the next and we'll run through. The purpose of this is just to show you guys how we go through this exercise uh, to kind of evaluate properties for our clients to say, uh, you know, establish a value and that's a benchmark. Anything below that's a good buy. Anything above that, not necessarily is a bad buy. But you know, you know what you're getting into. You know, if you have to pay a thousand dollars an acre premium, so be it. But at least you know that stuff. So that's why we go this, go through this exercise. We do it anyways on the back end. So we thought it'd be cool to uh, throw it in the podcast and maybe a video and show you guys that process again because we do it anyways. So we'll hop right in. The first listing uh, we actually talked about it a little bit last time. Uh, it's a bigger tract. It's 700 acres. But we're in the process of dividing it. I think we had a vlog on it a couple, I don't know, maybe six or vlog seven, yeah. maybe a month ago. But uh, so we have a few buyers that have kind of committed to a few tracks. So we've shuffled things around a little bit. And the two tracks that we are aiming to sell next are on the south side of that. Uh, and again, these lines aren't permanent that we're talking about. But roughly, they're about, I think one's 28 acres and one's 22 acres. And uh, Dan, you and I went out there to do all the uh, video stuff, the pictures. So you know the property. You've been there. Yeah. Ryan, you know the area. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been – have you been on this one? I've not been on it, but I've been all okay. around that area. So both of these are accessed through a uh, kind of a private gravel road uh, that they have. And they're both almost identical. That's why I kind of included them both together. So uh, let me just go over the numbers real quick. Then we can hop into what you guys think about it. Uh, of the 28 acres, there's no tillable in either of these. It's just uh, recreational stuff. The 28 acres, there's a lake that's 8.39 acres. Uh, on the 22-acre piece, there's a uh, lake that's 3.61 acres. So, again, the numbers that we use as our benchmark for most of this stuff uh, because that seems to be what the market is bearing is $6,000 a tillable acre for strip mine stuff, $6,000 uh, an acre for water acre, and $3,000 per remainder, whether that's grassland, you know, scrub brush, hardwoods, whatever that is. So when we run the numbers on those – um, we get to about uh, the first one should be worth about thirty nine hundred, just shy of it, and the second one should be worth just just shy of thirty five hundred. I think we're going to price these. Uh, I'm not one hundred percent sure, but I think they're going to be priced thirty two fifty, thirty three hundred. So they are about um, well, the first one's about six hundred fifty bucks an acre less than what our analytics say it should be worth. That second one's worth about two hundred fifty bucks an acre less than what we say it's it's worth. But again, these are on a, an easement. It's on a gravel road that takes a few bucks an acre off. So that's why we thought they should be priced that way. But we price these, so it's it's what we think they're worth. It's, yeah. This one's a little easy to go through, but 
Dan Chatabout, you've been back there. We did some videos. <laughs> first, you've, you've seen those lakes. Yeah, they, the, yeah. The first one, the reason that looks like that is because it has eight point three nine acre lake on that, and that lake is deceiving as you pull up on it. It looks like a skinny little narrow lake, but as you get closer down to it, sure. it opens up, and it's really cool the way it kind of has a little, uh, little horseshoe kind of shape at the back end of it, and. Really pretty lake, real clear. All that water out there is just crystal is super clear, clear, crystal yep. clear, beautiful water. Um, lots of wildlife. So there's some wood ducks on there, and where it's not yeah, a place you're going to you know slam and slay the no. ducks, but you can shoot a few out there. It could be a place that you could have a lot of fun breaking somebody in, you know, building a little blind or something like that, and, yep. and getting kids out for an experience or people that haven't gone something that would be easy to get to, you know. Yep. Is it a shared lake? I think that one is on the the bigger piece and the on the smaller piece. It's a private lake, but okay. it's it's uh you know I think it's that is that Mike Fritz that mm -hmm. borders that to the south. Mm -hmm. So, which is kind of cool though, because you I think we have a little more timber than I originally thought. There was some confusion on those south property on lines. The south but line, he said. It's, yeah, it offers a little bit of everything. There's enough timber back there that you can get a stand up and catch those deer. Kind of shoot a few deer that. off of it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So, I don't think we need to take too long on these because they're small tracks mm -hmm. with a body of water mm -hmm. and they're priced right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, those are perfect. I mean, everybody, how many people yeah. do we get, uh, they come to us to ask, find me a 20 acre piece with a lake. Yeah. And they don't exist. We talked about that last long. Exactly. Like, well, here's a few and they're priced right. So, yeah. uh, I don't think these are going to be tricky to sell. You're getting a, a low acreage, which keeps the total dollar value down. I mean, I don't know what that, I don't have that total price. Uh, but you know, if you're talking for easy math, three thousand times thirty acres, you know, we're talking ninety grand to get into a kind of a cool piece of property. Yeah, so yeah, and, and and as you know, out in that area, you know, that the uh, to get a eight and a half acre lake on twenty eight acres, you can put a dove field out there. Yep. You can, I mean, it, it's it's a great little farm. That yeah. actually, before we move on, that probably is something cool to talk about because the north side of both of these. Uh, right now, we're just kind of unmaintained pasture area. I mean, we've seen quail out there. We saw yeah. some quail. Mm -hmm. um, it'd be a cool spot to like stock some pheasant. But it's not that it's so steep that you couldn't do anything. You would have put in a, a sunflower plot or mm -hmm. something to pull some deer out from that south because mm -hmm. that timber chunk to the south is huge, huge. right? Huge. It, it's all timber down to – that's not down to eight. I don't know how far that goes. 116. Is that 116? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's, you know, you're talking sections of full timber there. So, uh, anyways, rare tracks, they have a lake, they're priced right. Um, a little bit of everything, just cool recreational tracks. Not mm -hmm. like it doesn't excel. You're not going to shoot a trophy deer every year or no. go out there and mash the ducks, but like they're pretty rare. So to get something that has that kind of multi-use, I think they're good buys. I don't see these lasting too long. No, not at all. Cool. Uh, moving on to the, uh, the next one and actually just saw this one or showed Did you just it. show it? I just showed it a couple, maybe late last week, but that was uh, last Tuesday. Yeah. Listed by uh, Jim Maloof over in uh, Dehinda, just, I think just West. I have a, do I have a map here. Yeah. So just yeah. West of uh, Dehinda, actually kind of those railroad really tracks go just North of this. Yeah, so it'd be just South of the lake. Of mm -hmm. So uh, quick, quick run through the numbers. Uh, it's just shy of 80 acres, 79.5. I'm saying 25 tillable, but they're all on CRP, I believe. So we always we always dock stuff a little bit when it's CRP. 
just because you can, you're locked up for 15 years or whatever mm-hmm. it is. So not it's not the permanent stuff. There may be some permanent stuff on there, but at least the current tillable stuff is not permanent. So I threw 5,000 bucks an acre on there, um, which seems to be pretty fair. No water. I mean, there's the creek, but no lakes. Uh, so remainder is 54.5 acres times 3,000. That gets you to like our valuation. We think it's worth about 36.30 per acre. And it's priced at 41. So pretty pretty high. 500 bucks an acre more than it's probably worth. Assuming there's nothing on here that would detract from the value. And I think there is. It's Location's good, right? Yeah. That Court Creek. So Court Creek is the north. Ryan, that, that's where we had, remember that North Creek farm? Yes. That was the beginning of Court Creek. Court Creek, And right. we, all those owners from there, I think it goes to the spoon. It does. Like, they it's big deer. big deer. Giant yeah. deer. I mean, giants. Yeah. Um, so one of the best spots in Knox. They're all good, but that's consistently good. So, that's a very good, it's a very good farm for, for big deer. Yep. For so sure. uh, that's what I like about it. It's set up good too. Access is good. Um, they've got some box blinds there. What I don't like about it is... That little pinch in the middle, like your access is bad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's almost like two parcels, bro. Yeah. But that's the biggest the, the the red flag that jumps out at me. I like the piece. Yeah, it's just that the irregularity in the property lines of you know obviously that's following Court Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only thing that I I wouldn't like is you know as far as being a prospective buyer is having that irregular. Um, East, basically your east or northeast property line being so irregular like that. And that little And then that pinch in the center. um, It's tough. And actually going through it, so to back to the west on that pinch, it's like a cliff. And you got to be like a billy goat to climb it. So it's it's weird access. But But to be, you know, 30 minutes from pretty much anywhere in Peoria to get there, 40 minutes tops. Uh, being in that Oak Run area, yeah. it, it's a it's a pretty desirable piece of property. Plus, it's a, a small enough acre uh, amount of acres. It's affordable. It's yeah. affordable to a lot of people. Yeah. So I I would personally I'd probably dock it what a few hundred bucks an acre for access and shape mm-hmm. maybe because mm-hmm. that if you're going to resell it down the road that mm-hmm. that becomes an issue. Yeah. It's still a super fun track to own. You're going to kill some deer on there. One of the one of our uh, guys that we're friends with looked at buying this several years ago, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah. did. That was at an auction. That was probably six. Who knows? Six, seven oh, that was ago. would have been two thousand and seven, yeah. roughly. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what it went for at auction back then, but it was it wasn't very high. Okay, and it's got right next to it, it's a little bed and breakfast that's been there forever. Um, and I don't know if they hunt there or not. I don't know, but I, don't know. Uh, I doubt you'd have too much trouble, at least with those neighbors. I did see some box blinds like right on the property line, kind of around it. Yeah, which is never a good sign. But you have you have that everywhere. That's yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Yep, deal with it. Okay, so I would say in general. A few red flags on this one that I would probably dock a few bucks, but as long as you're aware of that, it's cool. Right now, prices um, five, six hundred bucks an acre high, but who knows? You could negotiate and get it. Yeah, if you can get this down a little bit, this is not going to last long. Yep. Yep. Okay. Cool. Um, next one is this one might have been just listed when we did the last podcast, but uh, I, and I think we've chatted about this one. It's listed by Wagner with Land Guys. This is a pear tree farm? It is, yeah. So it's just north of Chillicothe. You can actually see it on, what's that road? Is that 29? 29 that goes up. 29. Yeah. So oh, yeah. if you're from around here and you've been north of Chillicothe on 29, if you look, do they have a sign? Mm-hmm. That says it? They might have a sign, but if you look. I just went by there Saturday, there was a big sign, something about peaches or something. Yeah. Like so if you look back to the west, kind of up on the bluff, it's kind of a mellow bluff. Mm-hmm. You see those trees lined. Mm-hmm. And th- this is that farm. And 
this one's high. Like I'll go through the numbers, but it's so hard to evaluate stuff that we don't know much about. And yeah. I don't. What, what would you value pear trees? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, what's the revenue off of pear trees? Yeah, I don't know. I know that they put a little bag around every single pear on every single tree. Holy so like. Cow. It sounds labor intensive, but yeah. they also said that, because I've talked to this lady, they also said that they, I think it was Whole Foods that they had to deal with, that they couldn't keep up keep up with the demand. So wow. like, they're all wow. sold. I don't think that's an issue, but I didn't, you just don't know how to value that stuff, but uh, they have 11 acres tillable. So I gave that six grand, which might even be a touch on the low side because it's not strip stuff, but it's pretty deep fingers of timber soil. So it's close. Remainder of 103 grand. Or 103 acres at three grand. Uh, I put improvements. They have this little economy building. I put see that picture right down yeah, there. Yeah. And they said there's a little finished living spot. That might be a stretch, but I put a hundred grand. Uh, that seems generous. I was just trying to get a little closer to their asking price, but mm-hmm. I put a hundred grand on it. Is that you guys are looking at it? You think that's fair? A stretch? Yeah. No, I think that's fair. 100, 125,000 would be top on the high end. High end. Five, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll go high end. I put a hundred, so that gets you to a uh, uh, let's see, grand total of four seventy five, um, which is let's see here. So total price per acre, including the improvements, should be around forty one sixty six, <clears throat> and they have it listed at fifty, just shy of fifty nine hundred. So like that's a that's a sizable difference. That's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. It's enough, yeah. and it shouldn't be if you're a land investor, but it's probably enough to like scare you off maybe to like not even go look at it. Like I guess said. my biggest question is, is if this is a, a pear tree farm and they couldn't keep up to the, with the demand and the revenue was so great, uh, why are they selling? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a question I'd want to find out. Yeah, yeah. My guess is that pear tree farm might be a little more trouble than it's worth and someone could buy it and doze those and plant that stuff to tillable. Right. But it's cool. It's a... You know, it's unique. A, yeah, it's unique. And if a guy wants just kind of a hobby farm and it's got really cool building sites because you can see the river. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's got super cool views. If I remember right, you can see into you can see the river in the winter, and then you've got all that uh, uh, sitting up there in the bluff, looking across that valley into like the gravel pit and all yeah, that stuff across the river. Yeah. yeah, so it's cool and it's unique. Uh, the price scares me enough that I I'd probably stay away from, away from it for at least now. But is there any deer hunting? There's a oh, I'm sure amount of timber there. Yeah, oh, yeah. there is. And yeah. It's hard to see on this map, but you see that little light. Um, kind of area up in the middle of that mm-hmm. timber. Yeah. It's actually a fairly decent, like, open, it might be three or four acres back there. They don't plant it, but you can get it into, like, a food plot. Yeah. So it would be. Oh, it's a nice piece for deer hunting. It yeah. is, yeah. Yeah, it's right on that river bluff. I mean, you're going to get those traveling deer and bobcats right along that stuff. I mean, it's it's a cool farm. Uh, I would just say unique. At this price, it's going to have to be a perfect fit for somebody because I don't know. It's kind of a wild card with that. It is a wild card. You see those. Man, sorry, we're at the Landco farm today trying something new, and these swans have got me crazy. They've been flying all morning. I can't stop looking at them. Uh, but it's unique, and I think they're – they. I assume they know that. They're kind of asking for a home run and hoping to get that perfect fit, but there can't be that many people looking for exactly this. Yeah. So, But I'd watch it. It's got to come down. Yeah. I, think, I think they want to sell. So um, it's a neat farm. Anything else you'd add to that one that I'm missing there? No. Little deer hunting, it'd be a cool house view, some tillable, kind of a nice all around farm. Pretty close to Peoria. Yeah, real close. Real close. To yeah, maybe the north end of Peoria in 15 minutes. Yep. Yeah. You're right by the, is that the paint? 
It's the paintball thing, right? Yeah. Do that? Yes. Just to the south of it. I don't know if that's good or bad. The Chil- Chilicothe Recreational yeah. Area. It's yes. probably far enough away. Yeah, it's it's probably a good mile away. Okay. So, anyways, cool farm, just kind of priced out of contention, I believe. So, keep an eye on it. It'll come down. Um, if they get it, great, awesome. Everything else will come up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but um, I would have a hard time believing they'll get that out of it. But um, next farm is another one of ours that we just listed, and so it's eighty-five acres in Peoria County. I just wanted to include this to chat about it, but it's it's hard to take our normal analytical approach on this because most of the value here comes from that lodge. It's you, amazing. It is amazing. It is amazing. But have you been out to see it, Dan? I have not seen it in person. Yeah. I've seen tons of pictures of it. And I know the family. Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. And so it's it is amazing. And that's yeah. where it becomes tough on these. I'll run through these analytics, but it's it doesn't, you know, we see lodges all the time and it's easy to be like, Oh, this costs so much to, to build 250 bucks a square foot or 300. But saying we know exactly what a lodge is worth is just, it's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. Back in 2006, 2007, whatever you, whatever it cost to build it, like you could probably get that out. Money was flowing. This, you know, like Peterson's lodge out there, that thing probably, I don't know what that would cost to build, but he's down. I don't know. You couldn't build both of these. You couldn't, build them for what they are for sale for no i'm not saying that's the good or bad price that's just the nature of the beast right now right now in yeah. you know 2017 or whatever year we're in uh but so uh the lodge is a true log frame cabin like it was a it was built log frame so mm-hmm. it's not just finished with those logs and it's it is incredible like these cabinets were built with trees off the property it's it is a first rate lodge i mean it's a house they live there but it's got that kind of lodge feel. Mm-hmm. So step back running through those numbers a little bit. Uh, it's just under 80 acres, I believe. 79 and a half or something. 79 so. and a half. So I think that might might be a few acres more than that. Anyways, uh, it's 11 acres tillable that is in CRP. So I dropped that to 5,000 just like I usually do on CRP stuff. Uh, it's got that nice pond right behind the uh, lodge. And... It's not huge, but it's cool. Like the location of it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's right behind the house. Yeah. So it's uh, just under a half an acre and the remainder at 3,000. And then I tacked on 800 for the lodge and it's got an outbuilding concrete and then it's got a little primitive cabin. Plus um, you got the power that had to be ran all the way back. Here, which power everywhere. That stuff, so yeah. that's where it's like. You it's kind of like know, what you said in the last podcast. Um yeah, you got to take a common sense approach to this, to a certain to a certain degree. Yeah, so that's what I do. Like I know if you get uh, and we did bring Mark and Amy along for this from the Nell Group to help us mm-hmm. sell this because they they're really good at selling those high end houses around Peoria. But they they have more like of an analytical approach like we do to land. Like they'll do it by the square foot and mm-hmm. you know times it by like what they perceive the finishes as. But it's a lot of times it spits numbers out and it's like. I, I'm not sure it's worth that. Like, I'm not sure I'd pay that. So we are a little different that we're not focused on the house as much. So we kind of common sense it, like Ryan said. So 800, I guarantee you, you couldn't build that house for what do you think that'd cost? One? one that's one? a million, dollar, million yeah. dollar house. Yeah, if you tried to build that today. Yeah, I mean, that's all hand-set logs. Yep. Very labor-intensive. cabinets literally yeah. from property. Yeah, yeah, I think they're walnuts. Log, it's unbelievable. 
Yeah. He's got the basement finished, uh, walkout. He's got a little bar down there. He's got a little hobby room. I can't remember the square footage, but it's pretty high. I want to say it might be 2300 for the main floor. On the main floor, yeah. But then you got your basement. And all you got that, your basement, so. which is, I think, fully finished, the whole footprint. Yeah. And then he's got like a, maybe I could call it a story and a half because there's a, there's a loft. There's a loft with a nice bedroom, but mm-hmm. then the whole uh, living room's open to below. So Down below, yeah. yeah. The garage is huge. Uh, garage is huge. Yeah. Actually, he's got an apartment above it. I don't think oh, he does got it? out there to take pictures, but okay. he's got some more finished stuff up there. Yeah. The trails are awesome, go through the, the whole place. The little cabin that's on that little creek. I saw this like my kids would love to stay in that thing for a week. It reminds me of like trotters out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is. uh, It is so cool. It's tucked away. I don't think he's got power down there, which I think is kind of cool about that. Yeah. Um, I think there's a loft with just a couple little beds. He's got a little rifle range down there, a gun range. They shot a giant deer off of it this year. This year they did. Mm -hmm. Yep. Shot a really nice one. The CRP is cool. They've got it lined up. Cool, some strips and some, you know, a tower blind up there. Cool property. It's going to take a unique buyer that, because I don't, is someone going to live here full time? They probably could. It's only 15 minutes to Peoria, but it's right on that edge to where I don't know. Sorry, our coffee machine is going off. We need our coffee to survive here, but uh, it's right on the edge. I think people could live there. um, For sure. But a lot of people are also going to say it could be a cool cabin 20 minutes away from where I live in Morton or Washington or you know, Dunlap, whatever that is. So, Or it could be somebody from wherever, you know, uh, Chicago or whoever, yep. you know, that wants their own 80-acre farm to deer hunt on and a really nice place to stay. First-rate first, first lodge, yes. if that's what you're doing. Okay. Um, anything else we want to chat about that one? I mean, it's, oh, so it's priced right now at 1.129. And using my numbers, it comes up to about 1.06, depending on if you throw in a few extra bucks on the improvements for the, you know, the outbuilding and the, mm-hmm. you know, that might get to 850. So we're priced about what we value it is about what we have it priced, which is going to be a common theme for us because we're not, Lantico is not very big about taking listings that are worth more than what we think they are. I used mm-hmm. to do it a lot. In the beginning, in the I, beginning, I, mean, I, I took a couple of listings in the beginning that were so. I mean, we should and, never have taken, and we just don't do that anymore. No. So that is going to be a common theme. It's it's a good buy, but it's still an easy, unique buyer to buy this. Sure, absolutely. Yep. Okay, uh, next farm is another farm listed by Maloof in Fairview, just kind of like just east of Fairview, I think. Northeast, is that where this one is? Yeah, I believe so. And. Pretty cool property, actually. Lake water is so rare that anytime I see water, it catches yeah. my eye just right off the bat. But uh, this one's 75 acres and no tillable running through it. There's 14 acres of lakes on it. There's looks like there's three private lakes. One, gosh, I, I know I measured these each, but it looks like one might be six or eight, that big ones that look about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gosh, there's more swans flying. Can't stop watching. There's, it's that one with a broken neck. Dan and I went hunting oh, this yeah. morning and saw a bunch of these. So they've been circling all morning. So anyways, I get, so this water just catches my eye because it's so rare. Um, running through the numbers, no tillable. So no value there. 14 acres of water gets you to about 85 grand just for the water. Remainder of 60 times 3,000 gets you to just over 80,000. Again, there's some improvements here. So we're just common sense approach. We're just kind of like ballparking this. 
if you were a buyer that wanted to get serious about it, you get get in there and probably assign it a better number. But I gave it fifty grand. I, there's a couple pictures down there. It looks there's nothing fancy. Something to tuck out of the weather. Uh, nice weekend retreat. Yeah. No, actually, probably more. There's a, a better market for these than there are for you know fancier places like we're in now. Or, <laughs> yeah, know. I agree. Yeah. So I like it. I mean, it's an eighty or seventy-five acres. It's affordable. You know, as far as the size of the track, size of the track. Yeah. Yep. Three, three, almost four. Well, it looks like four lakes, or three good lakes and a couple potholes. That you know, for a weekend getaway place. I mean, this this is about as good as it gets. I agree. Good location. <clears throat> so here's where it gets bad a little bit is if you add up all those numbers, it should be worth around 317 grand, about 42, 30 an acre, which even hearing that it sounds about right. That property doesn't that seem 4,200. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, problem we, is we just sold one for right around that same price in that same, just right up the road from this. Oh yeah. That was just a couple months ago. Just a couple months ago for, for right about the same price. I'd say that one probably had a little better timber. And a little, little bit better timber. Um, and the, have as much water. Uh, yes. Shared. Had as many lakes. They were private. They probably, I don't they think they had any that were like six to eight acres, but they were maybe. Yeah. And the timber was good. So, the yeah, that's really like, good. Similar. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. And we sold it for the, for, for, right around there. 4,200. So, yeah. Um, okay. The problem is they, they're asking 7,000 an acre. Wow. So, hmm. is there, are they like renting this out? I don't. I don't for, know. For weekend getaways, like no, bed and breakfast type I mean, deal? I've or? never been on it. This one's pretty new. It okay. just caught my eye, so I wanted to yeah. chat about it. But, huh. um, I mean, we, we know properties like this. Like, you can look at this area and know pretty much what's on there, how, yes. that, how that strip yeah. mine timber lays. Correct. But, so the price, we can move on from the price in a minute, but it's almost like they're just, if someone's willing to give me enough money, in the here, I'll do it. Yeah. Again, it's high, so high that, like, it sort of, it shouldn't scare people off because offer what you think it's worth, and the worst, mm-hmm. sec- the worst second well, like say no. no, right? Yeah. yeah, it's like no, I don't want to do that. Okay, well, tell me when you're ready to sell for a little, for like something reasonable, right? But so don't forget about it. But right now, it's scary. It's like it even scares me off, you know. But once you get past that, the property itself, what? it's cool. I yeah. love the property. Yeah, I love the location. I love the property. It's 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 a great farm. The the timber is you know that it's not even like. There really isn't timber. It's, it's yeah. scrub, scrub brush. You can strip get, mine stuff. You can't get like any hardwood timber on strip mine stuff, but you can get big cottonwoods and stuff that yeah, has yeah. a bigger field. I mean, field. if you want to shoot, you, you're not going to buy this predominantly to hunt whitetails, but but they're on there. But they're on there, and and they're hard to a couple hunt. ground blinds, a couple you know tower blinds, whatever. You, it would be a great farm. Yep, it really would. Meat uh, hunter. Meat um, hunter, yeah, meat hunter. No, no shame in that. Yeah. No, in, these, no in these open areas, you know, you can plant some warm season grasses on some of these yeah. uh, open areas and whatever, and, and hold some quail, hold some pheasants, you know, uh, to release some pheasants on whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's I, I like the farm. Yeah, it'd be a blast. It'd be cool. cool I like the farm. farm. I just don't like the price. I'm with you. And it's rare to be able to get three lakes in one. Yes, um, especially I, strip mine lakes. They're elongated. A lot of times they run right off the property lines and then they're uh, shared with your neighbors, mm-hmm. which isn't a bad thing. But, you know, people, most people want their own private lake, not shared. Yep. So this, okay. is, this is a nice piece. So uh, bottom line is what? Uh, keep an eye on it. Yeah. If you yeah. want to just go in there and make an offer or you like it, go in there and offer them something, what you think it's worth. Yeah. Worst they can say is no. Right. Right. But at least starts a conversation. Exactly. Uh, move on from that cool property to something priced. Is that it? That's it. That is it. So that is the five kind of slash six, if you count those first two as a couple different listings uh, that have come up in the last month. So 
I might have missed a few, but these are the ones that caught our, our eye. And this is what we'll be doing every month, just kind of going through the new stuff. Sometimes inventory in general has been bad. Low. All year. All year. For the well, most part. 18, 24 months has yeah. been bad. Mm -hmm. uh, so we won't always have five or six. Sometimes we might have one. But hopefully we'll have 10 sometimes to go over. And we, we tried to keep this one a little shorter. Last time we went about 45 minutes. I don't know how long this one lasted. I'm hoping a little shorter. But that's the format. We hope you like it. Um, we'll be back about a month from now to do it again. And uh, we'll Give us your feedback. If, yeah. if, if there's something you want, to, want us to focus on, let us know. We'll try to do what we can do. Yeah, because this is just kind of how we go through it. But everyone's a little different. If you want us to approach it differently or uh, address like certain topics, let us know. If not, we'll keep doing this and we uh, hope to catch you next time.